Love Talk Everybody, uh, welcome to uh, Everyday People. W R E P. We are Everyday People. Uh, this show is to feature uh, extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. My goal is to counter the negative stereotypes that are presented about us everywhere: uh, the daytime TV, music, radio, uh, movies, uh, the images and the stereotypes that the world sees of us. You know, I'm gonna do whatever little I can to. Uh, counter that with what I know uh, outnumbers the stereotypes that are out there, and thus we have uh, we are everyday people. My name is Keith Bledsoe. Uh, we're going to start right in. We have a large uh, show today. We have a great group of people, and I'm going to start off with my first guest will be a dynamic young lady. Uh, from Dwight Eisenhower Blue Island High School, Chicago State University, receiving a bachelor's and master's of arts degree, author of outstanding novels, including her latest, Somebody Else's Baby, and producer of the theater play of the same name that is going to bring that story to life. Extraordinary author, extraordinary and brilliant young lady that everyone should know, Miss Diane Martin. I want to bring on Diane Martin. Diane, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much, Keith, for having us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. 
No problem at all. I was looking forward to this one, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, first, and we're going to talk to all the cast members. We're going to talk to the cast members. Uh, you all hold on, and uh, everything's going to be all right. Everybody's going to get on. Don't worry. No doubt about it. First, I want to take uh, a little step back. And this, Diane, how, how did this uh, motivation to write, when did this start for you? And what, and, and, and oh. what motivated you? Oh, wow. Now, that's a funny story. Actually, it happened many, many, many years ago. Um, I was a young wife and a young mother, and um, I was a stay-at-home mom, and my husband went to work every day. And every day I would, when he'd get off of work, you know, because we have children, I would bombard him every day with just events of the day. And so, you know, don't get me wrong, my husband loved talking to me, but after working a hard day all day, you know, oftentimes, you know, sometimes, you know, I having to have all of that, like, dumped into his lap was, you know, oftentimes overwhelming. So he figured, let me give her something else to do so that, you know, when I come home, I can get a little break. And he bought me a typewriter, i never forget. And I wrote about 50 pages this one particular day, and he had came home from work. And he read it, and he was like, babe, you need to publish this. And I'm just like, yeah, right, you know. And I didn't I didn't pay it any mind. I just sort of set it to the side. And then, you know, of course, life happened. You know, I, I was a mother. I, you know, I had several jobs. I went to, went to college. I, you know, I obtained several degrees. And even in the midst of all of that, you know, my goal was only to take care of, you know, my family and, you know, make sure that they had everything that they needed. And one day, you know, I was coming home from work, and my husband said, he said, you're not happy. And I said, I said, what do you mean? You know, and at this time I was making good money. You know, I had my degrees. I was working for a company that had been established for many years. I was really making a lot of money. You know, we had no concerns. But in reality, I wasn't happy. And so my husband told me, he said, you know what, I want you to be happy. And so, you know, didn't think about it again. I still continued to work and still continued to bring in a big paycheck. And then so finally one day he said, babe, what is it that you want to do? What would make you happy? And, you know, I've never actually had anybody ask me that question before, you know, because, you know, oftentimes we're so overwhelmed, you know, with our lives and, you know, and everybody's moving so fast. And, you know, when you're making the kind of money that I was making at that time, you would think that automatically that would bring a certain amount of happiness. But, you know, uh, in all reality, I wasn't really happy. And I was just lucky to have a husband who was in tune with that. And so he told me, he said, what would make you happy? And at that point, I didn't know because I've never had anybody ask me that question. And so, you know, after thinking about it for a while, he said, why don't you, you know, you have these degrees in English, you know, you've, you know, why don't you go back to writing? And I was like, you know, who who going to do that? You know what I'm saying? I'm making all this money. Who go, you know, who go quit their job and, and sit down and write? You know, there is a river. You know, there is an abundance of black authors out there, you know, fighting for the attention of writers. You know, who's going to read something that I write, you know? And so one particular day I went to work. I'll never forget it. It's hilarious. I tell everybody this story. And I went to work one day, and my husband told me, right before I went to work, he told me, he said, I want you to quit your job. I looked at him, I'm like, man, you done lost your mind. Ain't nobody, you, all these bills we got coming in this house. And, you know, and like I said, I had good benefits. I was making good money. 
and he said, I want you to quit your job. And I said, I'm not quitting my job, you know, and I went to work. And he called me at my desk, and he said, I want you to get up, and I want you to go in there, and I want you to tell your boss to kiss your behind and tell him you quit. And I'm like, this man, and had a heat stroke. <laughs> he had lost his mind. I'm not quitting his job. And actually, believe it or not, he said, babe, you got to trust in me. You got to trust in me. And I literally got up from my desk and walked in, in my boss's office, and I had my husband on speakerphone, and I told him, I said, and I came home, and literally now, all the way home, I, I was... Well, I said, said I, 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 did, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't say the extra stuff. Believe me, me quitting okay, the job, okay. you know, that I was making that kind of money, you know, it was I was shaking, you know, because, you know, at that moment as the words flew from my mouth, you know, the reality set in. It's like you are about to walk away from a company who's paying you all this money. You get good benefits. You, you're about to quit your job. You know, when you're a family who's accustomed to living off of two incomes, and you voluntarily give up one of those incomes, believe me, believe me, you got to have faith. You got to have a relationship with your husband. You got to have a strong relationship with your God in order to make that type of decision. And so when I came home, you know, and, and like I said, all the way home, I'm, I'm freaking out. You know, I, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about, Lord, how much I just quit my job. <laughs> Do you realize you just quit your job? You need to go back and beg for your job, you know. <laughs> you know, and so, but I did not, didn't turn back. I came home, and the first week I was at home, it was like, you know, reality was kicking in, like you just quit your job. And so now that I was at home, he looked at me, he said, now, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I hadn't even thought about it. It's like, I just quit my job. You know, I'm still trying to, you know, come to terms with that. And so he told me, he said, why don't you go back to writing? And at that time, I initially did not go back to writing. I went into general contracting. You know, uh, what many of my, my cast family does not know is that I enjoy woodwork. I, it's, it's one of my passions. I, do, I enjoy doing hardwood floors. Um, I am physically disabled, which is something that they're not aware of because they can't physically see my disability. But I am physically disabled, and but I enjoy doing um, general contracting. So I did that for a while, and then after that, my husband came back to me and he said, "You don't look happy." And even in general contracting, I made good money. We made excellent money, and he was like, "You still don't look happy," and I'm like. Well, you know, but I, you know, I enjoy what I do. He said, but you don't look happy. He said, why don't you go back to writing? You were happiest when you were writing. And so I said, okay. And so we, I stopped doing contracting, and literally I was at home for a couple of days, and he was like, you know, okay, so what do you need? What do we need to do to get you writing? And I'm like, okay, uh, I had like a million excuses as to why I couldn't write. A, yep. a million excuses as to why I could not do it. And at some point I realized that I was creating these walls. It wasn't that I didn't have the ability. It's, it's that fear, you know, that stepping out and right. believing yeah. enough in Absolutely. myself that something, yeah, that I can do would actually put food on the table. You know, we've been so accustomed to believe that we had to work for somebody else, that somebody else, you know, but what, what I didn't realize is that, I I had I became dependent, you know, on someone else providing a paycheck for me. I became, you know, I had this um, 
there's this chapter in one of my books called, um, and excuse my language, it's called Pimps and H-O-E-S. And in, in this particular chapter, you know, it's is this mindset that we have where we have to always constantly work. You know, we work from sunup to sundown every day, all day. And every dime that we make, we give to somebody else, you know. And so I was really literally afraid. And when I never forget, he had brought me a uh, laptop, and in one week I knocked out over 300 pages. And when, and when did you actually I, come to the point? Go ahead. Like, you know what? It was like maybe a week after I had stopped general contracting, he had brought me a laptop, and I literally sat down. I just I locked myself in the room. And the first day, the first couple of days, I stared at the laptop, literally just stared at it, was praying <laughs> some divine intervention would come in and do the typing for me. You know, it's like I knew what I wanted to say. I just didn't know how to say it. And so literally, I, I once I got started, everything just flowed from me. It was just like I was in my element. It was like this was the place that I was supposed to always, you know, this was where I was supposed to always be and did not know it, just didn't know it. And so when I finished my first book, my husband said, okay, now that you've typed all of this, what are you going to do? And I looked at him, and I'm like, I I don't know. You didn't write a book. I wrote the book. Now you do the next, you know, you do what's next. And he was like, no, we gotta, we got to get it out there. We got to get it published. And when I tell you, Keith, it has been truly a blessing. You know, when you step out, you know, I, I'm a true believer that when you take the first step, God will take the other two. And I am a prime example of that. When I tell you, when you talk about stepping out on faith, I have not, there's not been one regrettable moment since I made that decision. When I tell you I wrote my first book, Never Would It Seems, it opened so many doors for me. And it was just amazing to believe that something that I created, you know, something that I gave birth to, that there were thousands of people who wanted to not only buy it but read it. I mean, my the first release of that book, literally for 52 weeks there was a waiting line at every library that it was at. I mean, I, you, I need you I, to, I need you, to, <laughs> you have to wrap your mind around. I can't even wrap my you. mind around something like that. What are we going to do? You know, do? it's hmm now go ahead. I, I said we're gonna we're going to uh, call us. Hang, hang in there. We're gonna we're gonna be right there with you. We're gonna be right there with you because I definitely want to get. You, you've written several uh, novels. Yeah. And yeah. before we bring before we bring the uh, cast on, let them speak out. I just wanted to give uh, the other the, the novels that you have written with a you know a little short synopsis of each individual one. Okay. Well, never would have seen my first novel. It's the story of DNA J. He the main character believes whatever life puts on you, you pray on it, you let God fix it. Whereas AJ, he believes that now whatever you put out is what you're going to get back. So you see these two women maneuvering through systems, built to tear them down mentally, physically, emotionally, and you watch as they prevail. It is an incredible story of a relationship between these two women and then an incredible story between relationships and men. You know, I write novels um, where we are not tearing down our people but elevating them. And so you see really strong relationships in each one of my novels. Now, Autumn Leaves, okay. my second novel, actually went international three months after print. It is the story of Mimi and Claire. You know, Claire is about to marry the man of her dreams until a woman walks in her life and makes her question everything she believes in. But it's not about what you think it's about. It is about choices. It's about consequences. It is about, you know, um, 
being careful how you treat people, and that's really what that book is about. And then we have Fallen Angel. Fallen Angel is the story of Israel. Israel went to Iraq right after 9-11, and although he physically left the war, he saw part of that war back with him. Now, all of the women want to be with him, but you know what? He just wants to be left alone to deal with his demons. And they find out shortly that there's a price to pay, you know, when they when they try to get into this man's life. It's, it's a really incredible story. And then after that, we have Never Would It Seems Part 2, A Mother's Love. It is the continuation of Dee and AJ's journey. But the cool thing about that particular book is that I bring characters from my other books into this particular book, you know, because I'm a believer in the six degrees of separation, how, you know, there's one event or one individual where we're all connected on this on this universe. And so we have to be mindful that we're all connected, you know, either spiritually or mentally we're all connected. And so you see how an event brings them all together. And then after that is my uh, first self-help book, which is entitled um, Kiss My ASS. This is not your typical self-help book. And I actually wrote that book after the passing of my mother. I was in a really bad place um, after I lost my mom. You know, I tell people all the time that you never know what it is like to lose or have unconditional love until you lose that of your mother. And so I wrote that book um, really as a way of purging myself um, and healing. And as a result, it it sold out the first whew, six months. Six months that I wrote it, it sold out. And so, um, and I've done a lot of seminars, um, in particular with that book. That book, and um, actually, the next play, with well, the next short play after this one, is going to be a monologue um, based on that book. And let okay. me see. And after that, it's somebody else's baby. <laughs> Which is now, the now, um, now speaking of somebody else's baby, we're going to get on that. Yes. But what I'm going to what I'm going to do right now, I'm going to start bringing on cast members, and once they're okay. in, they're in. I'm going to try to, mm-hmm. I'll try to control the flow because in the situation you can't, you don't really know who, you know, we may have some clashing conversations, but we're going to work this out. And uh, I'm going yes, to go down wonderful. the line, uh, I'm going to go down the line as, as far as the whole time. I was trying to do it one way, I'm going to do it a different way. So I'm going to uh, let you know which, uh, based on the last four digits of the phone number, I'm going to bring each person in and they can tell me who they are, a, a little about themselves and the character they play in someone else's baby. Fantastic. Okay, and we're gonna start. We're gonna start with uh, the last four digits of one one six two, and I did get some of them down here, and that is Ishella Lopez. Coming right on. Are you my name? Ishella, are you there? Hello. Yes, I'm here. How are you? Thank you for calling me. I, I appreciate uh, you being proud of the proud of the family here. I'm I'm honored. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> Ishella, uh, just tell, tell, tell us a little about Ishella Lopez and uh, and, and and something about uh, you know who, who you're playing in the character uh, and somebody else's baby. Well, I'm a I'm a single mom of four children. Um, their dad is in their life, but I I'm the one who provides and does everything for my children. Um, aside mm-hmm. of that, I come from a big family of nine. We grew up in Chicago, south side of Chicago, and. Uh, it, you know, in my relations of the play is, you know, I grew up in the city and how hard it got in the schools out there. My mother, put a, she was a single mom herself and she, she worked really hard. And at the same time, every morning after the, the school started getting corrupted in Chicago, she would literally drive us from where we lived all the way to the south suburbs so that we go to better schools. 
and I mean, from that on, at 13, you know, she passed away. So, unfortunately, we couldn't afford to be in, like, just a medium-sized neighborhood. So we ended up in the, where we were the only Hispanics in the black community, little neighborhood. And so I've seen a lot of things from that age. From that age, I've seen a lot of things. You actually felt you this play question? then. You didn't just... No, I'm saying you weren't yes, just I did. in the play. You 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 felt the play. What who did you play in oh, the yeah, play? Oh yeah, definitely. What, what, I, I, what part I'm, did you I'm play? A, I'm playing Candy. She's a prostitute in the in the play. And so it hit home with you. And uh, yeah, from oh, seeing so much growing up. That's interesting. Oh. Uh, I I know when I read the book, it it just grabbed, especially the the prologue, which I'll, I'm going to talk to Diane about later. And that I meant to talk about that first, but because I just grabbed me by the collar and pulled me right in. I, I played a part, you know, so I felt like I was in the book. But uh, so how how do you in? Uh, is this your first acting uh, acting role? East Shella, I'm uh, sorry, yes. I pronounced it wrong. It is East Shella. Okay. It's okay. You could, you could refer me as Lala. That's how everyone, all the cast members are referring me. It makes it a little easier. That's going okay. as Lala. It's fine with well, me. I, I, I appreciate you coming on. I'm looking forward to uh, the premiere. I will definitely be there. And uh, I'm going to just, you just hang on. You're still in as long as you want to be until the show is over. And I'm going to bring in the next uh, cast member from uh, extension 8006. That is Lorita uh, Peterson. Marita, are you with yes. us? Yes. How are I am. you? Thank you for coming on. I appreciate it. Oh, no problem. I'm doing fine. Um, I, um, well, first before I say anything, I want to say that Diane and her husband is just wonderful people <laughs> since I first mm-hmm. met them, and they believed in me more than I believed in myself about being in the play. Wow. And that was just <laughs> wonderful to me. And actually, um, I have a one-year-old son. Um, I'm not a single mom. His father is still active, and, you know, we're actually still together. And um, this play means so much to me because um, our family lost my brother um, to gun violence when he was 16. And wow. um, it's just, it's a really powerful play. And I I actually realize that as we go more and more into this play how powerful it is and how so much is going on in this world and how many kids are dying just, you know, for no reason. And it's, you know, it's really just a good play. And um, my character is Tony, and I am a shy 17-year-old girl. I'm a nerd. Um, very Tony, was smart. Of, Tony, was, Tony was ahead of a character. I remember Tony. <laughs> I, was, I was so Tony was yes. with Dynamite, boy. I, I, really enjoyed, I really enjoyed Tony and Nisi and TKO and Mom and Dad and Brenda. Uh, it was very – okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to – you, you get restarted on the book now. Don't start that. You go right here. <laughs> but actually, Tony is really actually part of me because I'm actually a side person. And um, – I'm not a nerd, but I'm very shy and I'm smart. <laughs> but um, that's really all in that the play is going to be July 26th. Um, it's just, I'm just glad to be a part of everything. I'm just glad that they gave me a chance to be a part of this very wonderful play. 
Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and, and meeting everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm actually moving to Texas at the end of this month. I tell you what, on that weekend, I'll be living in Chicago. I wouldn't miss this. For not, if, I, if I miss this, you all call the police and have them start in Texas. If something terrible happens. But I'll be Wonderful. There. Okay. Thank, thank, thank you very much. Uh, don't, don't say anything. Thank you, thank, thank you so much, Rita. I, I appreciate the story and, and your contribution to the show, man. I tell you, some dynamic. This is far exceeding my expectations. Thank you. Okay. I'm going to bring on our next uh, cast member from three zero five six, and this one I didn't quite. Uh, get down, but we're going to work this out. 3056, are you with us? Yes, this is Bridget. I'm sorry? Hello. This is... Can you hear me? Who do we have? I can hear Bridget you. Shorter. Oh, okay. Bridget, all right, okay. You, you came on as, uh, as as we had to. We were rushing to get, get yeah. the show going. <laughs> okay, let me, make sure, let me make sure I get you down here, Bridget Shorter. Okay, tell us a little about Bridget Shorter and uh, your role in the play. Um, well, first off, thank you for having me. Thank you, Diane, for the invite. Um, again, I have to piggyback off of Loretta. Uh, I just met uh, Diane and Dr. Martin um, um, during this, and they are definitely wonderful, passionate people. Thank you. Um, I definitely feel honored that she um, trusts uh, me to be a part of her vision, her dream, and making it a reality through the art. So I appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Um, again, no problem. <laughs> My name is Bridget Shorter. I am an actor, singer, uh, entrepreneur, um, and I um, play the role of Mrs. Owens, who is the mother of our uh, main character, TKO. Um, she's oh, a yeah. Christian woman. Yeah. yeah she's a Christian I, I woman. She's a, yeah. <laughs> she, um, um, I relate with Mrs. Owens. Um, she's she's definitely a Christian woman. Um, she's a, a nurturing mother, which I myself I have a 22 year old. Uh, I am a single mom, and he came early in my life. Um, but I relate with her um, because she's very nurturing to her son. She's um, um, that mother that gives the wisdom, and 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 at the same time, you know, it's funny, but they have a great relationship. You can tell that they have a really close relationship. Also, even um, she's in love with her husband, um, so they're they're a really nice, uh, closely knit uh, family. Who um, I love the fact that Diana is portraying that. Um, you know, we have good black families out here who have two parent homes who are raising their children, spending time quality time with their children and developing them as they grow. So it's definitely an honor to be a part of this. Thank you. Now, how, how did that show, I mean, doing this character that you're playing, what, where did it hit you? How, what, did, what did you feel within, within yourself with this character from, from your own experiences? Um, with my experience is um, one of the parts in there where she's having a one-on-one with her son. He's, um, doubting things because of what the circumstances are going on, and he's um, his belief is starting to uh, being tampered with. Um, and I had to experience that with my son. I was a teen mom, um, so again, my son is 22. 
Um, I am a grandmother also, so, um, but my son went through a period of where he was doubting, where he was um, feeling like the world was coming on his shoulders and he was ready to give up in terms of, um, like, his dreams and his goals. So there's a part in there that I really uh, hold dear to my heart when she has to, like, really bring him out of that gutter point and, like, redirect and reinstill in him what he's already known. And you know how we do sometimes. We know better. Yeah. But when we get, exactly. you know, with the trials and tribulations that come on and, uh, you know, we, we, we get beat up by the world. So she's just really giving him that motherly but stern talk, um, letting him know that he can make it and he can trust and believe and everything will be good. So I also had to do the same with uh, with my son, and and uh, so Mrs. Owens, it's it's a lot of Bridget and Mrs. Owens. I'm I'm, I'm hoping and praying that uh, the Lord send me a husband. That's the only thing. I, if I can get a Mr. Owens, but uh, <laughs> everything else, you know, I I really um I really love playing that character. I I, I yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing your character and, and all the characters. Uh, I'm sorry, Diana, did you want to chime in and uh, roll with anything here? Well, yes, I, I want to say one thing, Keith, is that um, you're sort of at a disadvantage, and the, the cast is sort of at a disadvantage, whereas they have access to the script. You've read the book. Not many people have read the book. And the interesting uh, thing is there's a lot of things in the play that is not in the book, so you're going to be in for a lot of surprises. I'm looking for, hey, but, but uh, Tony's still something else, ain't she? And Nisi, they still something else, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, they okay. still that, that, are. That part didn't change. Some part didn't change. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's just not. But no, Miss, Mrs. Owens had some extra flavor. You ain't going to be ready for Mrs. Owens. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, I, I'm, looking forward. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. I hope TKO is on the line. Who, 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 who's playing TKO? Steven. Steven Davis. Steven. Okay, Steven. We, we, you know what? I'm going to – I'm sorry, uh, Bridget, thank you so much for yes. uh, being a part oh, of the no. show. And, uh, no, thank you. Thank you for having me. Like I said, I, I appreciate it, and I'm going to uh, bring on the line with us Brother Stephen Davis. Stephen, are you with us? Stephen, are you with us? Yes, sir. My man, TKO, what's happening, man? <laughs> Nothing much. Happy to be here. Ah, uh, man, you're the man. I, I, I tell you what, the stage play might be different, but the book was enough for, to hold me until then, man. How you doing? And uh, <laughs> welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you being on. Thank you. So thank you tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about Stephen Davis and uh, about uh, Brother TKO, the character you're playing uh, in this play. Okay, well, Stephen Davis. Uh, I've been acting since the age of seven. I've done several stage plays, including ones with my mother and Richard Gallion. I've done upcoming TV shows. I've done uh, PSA before. I've attended acting school at ETA with Mr. Renaco Jahi, who was Jennifer yeah. Hudson's acting coach. Okay. So, uh, acting. <clears throat> It's something I, I love to do. I've been doing it since I was young. And TKO, he's 17. He tries his best to to keep from being a statistic in uh, Chicago violence. So he tries to avoid any and everything that has to do with the streets. But 
On the on the other hand, he gets thrown into a situation that he does not want to be a part of, and the rest of the play is just about the effects and the downfall and how it affects everyone around. I, I hear you. What? How did this this role uh, that you're playing, which which to me is, a, I mean, all the roles they're, they're great roles. I got to say, Diana, characters and your presentation presentation of the character is is extraordinary. It's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. The way you present these characters, the way you introduce them, your descriptions of them, I'm telling you, uh, you, you can't tell me I wasn't in the book. <laughs> you know. Thank you. I, I, appreciate I, I, that. I, I was there. I, I was there. But anyway, Stephen, this 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 role was was a, was a powerful role. It was a feeling role. And what impact did it have on you emotionally? How did you feel as you were going through playing a role with Brother TKO? Well, uh, I didn't necessarily connect personally with the role of TKO, but it is a particular mm-hmm. scene in, in the play that I did connect with because it actually happened to one of my friends uh, uh, a while back. So it does connect mm-hmm. to me, like the play itself, like different situations in the play. Yeah, not necessarily, not necessarily having to be with you directly, but just in the scene and around you, with you know people you love, or just the things that you see, you know, as we live our lives, type of thing. You know, that that, yes. that was deep. That that was a deep a deep role, man. I really, uh, like I say, the characters were just awesome. That's that. I can't think of any Thank better you. word. If I think of a better word, I'll throw it in there for you. But right now, we're going to go live, okay? We have to just leave it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, brother, uh, I look forward to uh, this play, and uh, this is coming from a, a man who is not really a book reader. I, I read computer books. I read uh, the news and what's happening in the world. I, I, I'm not really a theater person. I just not because I don't like it. I just haven't done it. But uh, mm-hmm. I tell you, this has got me hyped, and I'm, I, I can't wait to see you guys in action and bring, bring this story you. to life. Thank you, brother Steve. Thank oh, you for, for joining. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, and take care, man, and I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, playing the heck out this part, man. All right. Thank you. Uh, thank you for having me. I'll see you there. No problem, <laughs> brother. Okay, we're going to go now to our next outstanding cast member. We have the last four digits of, and I don't have that one down, but we have 5955. 5955. Are you with us? Yes, I am. Hey, and who do we have on the line Hello? with us? This is Jeanette Nicholson, um, a.k.a. J. Nick, for those that have a Facebook. <laughs> yes. Gotcha. Okay. All right, Jeanette, uh, we're you know, we doing a little history on everybody, a little, little synopsis on what's been going on with uh, Jeanette. What's happening with Jeanette, and uh, what role are you playing in this uh, outstanding going to be theater play? Um, well, first off, I want to say that um, meeting, I met Diane Martin this year, thanks to another castmate from another production that I'm doing, and she is like one of the coolest people that I have <laughs> ever met, her and her husband. Like, I knew from the beginning, like from the very first day that I met her, I was like, I like her. I like her. <laughs> she is so cool. Like, I love her. They are like two or the, they are two of the, she is one of the best directors that I have ever met. And I am really Thank blessed you. and really honored to have the chance to work with her. And when I, I'm, um, 
I've been acting since I want to say uh, 14. I go to um, Outreach Church of God in Christ, uh, located at 200 West 147th Street in Harvey, Illinois. I was born and raised there, and we have a theater ministry there. And I've been working and doing different plays with my church. And um, I had put it down for a while. And I recently picked it back up, I want to say, in 2011. And from there, it's just been an awesome experience. And when I met Diane, I had no clue that it was going to be as big as it is. Like, I'm not not to be like, okay, whatever, but I didn't even know who Diane Martin was because I'm not a book reader. And um, when I met her and everybody's like, oh, she's a big-time author, and I'm like, (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay, well, you know, but, you know, since I've met her, <laughs> since I've met her, if everything, I'm, every time we come to rehearsal, it's, it's phenomenal, you know, and um, I've been doing that for a long time, and I've done many other productions, many other stage plays, I've done movies, and um, the role that I play in this is, uh, I don't necessarily have a name, but I'm Angie's, I'm um, Angel's mother. I play Angel's mother, and um, it's a real. What's the word for it? It's a real climactic part in this play. And when I read the script, I automatically fell in love with it because I'm like, wow, this is powerful. Like, this is. Powerful, like I had no clue that it was gonna be the way that it is, and um, I never personally had to experience a lot of the things that went on in this play per se, but it still affected me because it every time you turn on the news, it's always something going on with shooting and gun violence, and it, you know it's it's bad. The reality is, is, is that it is. So, um, you know, I just wanted. I'm grateful and I'm humbled, and I'm beyond blessed to have this experience. And I'm really glad that I'm able to be a part of this movement and to be able to have the positive voice that comes along with this. So, I'm having yeah. a ball. Through it all, I love my castmates. I love Miss Diana, her husband. Like it's really, I'm, I'm having a great time. And that's, and that's what this is all about. This, this is why I even thought of doing this show is to, like I said in the opening, presenting the positive images because we have so many of them, but we, but we get, we have to counter the negative stereotypes that the media is presenting us to be. Now, that, that element does exist, but you don't see the element of what the Diane Martins are trying to do out here. You don't exactly. see that on the so I'm, I'm just trying to do, man, I'm, I'm, you all got me excited, man, I'm telling you. I'm going to be up, up all night You now. need to be no. excited. Make sure you bring, like, 50 people, 50 major people with you. Tell everybody to buy, like, 12 tickets apiece, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Jeanette, I, I really, I'm sorry, Diane, go ahead. If you want to chime in, uh, go ahead and make a comment if you like. When I well, you know, everybody is is so incredible. You know, I, I I'm a true believer. You know, in this journey, that there's some people that come into your life for a season. There's some people that come into your life for a reason. And you know, and when I tell you, you know, because you know, I'm a very spiritual person, and so before I even decided to to take on this endeavor, 
um, I'm an introvert by nature, you know, as you know, being a writer, you know, I've become a recluse. So I'm not I'm not people people, you know, after spending so much time in in a in a locked room, you know, living off of Cheetos and um hot tamale candy for breakfast and <laughs> dinner, you know. It's like, you know, I, you know, my world, you know, is full of characters. You know, I have these voices in my head. I'm constantly writing, constantly writing. And when I decided to take on this endeavor, it was it was something it wasn't just a matter of putting on a play. I had to really be prayed I had to be prayed up and I had to really um I had to really, you know, come to a really good place in understanding that at this point in my life, this is where God wanted me to be. But he would also send me people. He would also, he would also surround me with people who are, who are genuine and who are sincere and have wonderful hearts. And when I tell you, Keith, these people, I mean, every day, it is like I have a whole new family. I mean, I care about them so much. I care about their success, I care about their lives, you know, I want the best for them, and it's and it's just, it comes so easy, you know, because it's, it's humongous, you know, to put on a plate, it is humongous, but every Wednesday and Friday, they just make it seem so easy, you know, to, to take something, you know, to take something that I wrote, you know, and, and when you see them, I mean, just even, you know, and, and there's no small roles, you know, don't get it wrong, there's no small roles. And just to see them, you know, when they're doing the script, when they're saying the words and when they're moving and then they're taking on these characters, and when I tell you it is just so phenomenal. And, and every day after rehearsal, you know, I have this conversation with God, it's just like, you know, you know, I'm always praying for them because they're just so wonderful, you know, and it's like, they just yeah. have no idea what they mean to my life. It's not even a matter of the play because I understand that they're in my life for a reason, you know, beyond this play. You know, there's there's a reason, there's a connection, there's a reason why we've all come together. When I tell you we have people like, you know, Miss Shorter who's traveling all the way from Oak Park, you know, we have um, Dominique, she works like way in Schomburg, but yet she still travels out and then, you know, we have people with families. We have people who, you know, working two jobs. And it's like they're making that sight. When you see people who are so dedicated to their craft and so dedicated to what they do, I mean, you have like a different appreciation. And it's just such wonderful people, Keith. I, I can't even, like, you know, Jeanette is being modest, but then she does the role of Angel's mother in that prologue. And you know that prologue is is when I tell you just to watch her. I'm I'm looking at her and I'm just like, you know, you just would not have seen that in the audition. And it's like once she <laughs> once you gave her that, you know, once you gave her that script, it's like I mean, all of the roles take on a whole new meaning. You know, from you know Loretta playing Tony and Isella playing a prostitute. You know, something as simple as when you see her do this and you see Wanda as Brenda and Mama Johnson and Mrs. Self and, you know, Steven as TK. I mean, these are the these are the people who've been living in my head for the past year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like watching them, it's like, oh, my God, they just, they have no idea what they mean to me. It's just so phenomenal. And I'm just so grateful well, for each and every one of them. You have no idea. I'll tell you. You're making it. You're making it very obvious, and it is crystal clear. With these, with these extraordinary <laughs> people, these extraordinary thank people, uh, uh, mean to you. What I'm gonna do now, and yes. Jeanette, thank you so much for uh, calling, and uh, thank look you forward to seeing you for playing me. the dynamic role. <laughs> you are quite welcome. You have We're a, gonna bring on. All right, you oh, all have a good day. 
Absolutely, you too. Thank you. And I'm going to I'm going to see if uh, Miss Emma Johnson is with us. Yes, am. Zero four zero four nine. Miss Miss Johnson. Yes. How are you? Thank you for holding on. I appreciate it. I'm good. Good to be here. Absolutely, I, I, I'm just excited to talk to each and every each and every one individual person. I tell you, I, I, it just as soon as you think you've gotten about as high as I can get, I, I, it just keeps going up and up and up with every person I talk to, <laughs> and it's, continu- it's, it's continuing on with you. So, uh, yes. just let us know a little bit about uh, Miss Emma Johnson and uh, what role you are uh, dynamically playing in this uh, somebody else's baby. Well, okay, uh, put it like this. I won't tell you my age, but I am the senior cast member, and uh, I, <laughs> uh, I, um, I am a graduate of Chicago State. I have two masters, one in technology and education, one in uh, criminal justice, and I also have a, my bachelor's is in accounting. Uh, I met Diane as a student at Chicago State and a colleague of her husband, Dr. Martin. And I've read every one of her books except someone else's baby. Uh, she's an excellent writer, and uh, they are great people. And I know what they stand for, and I know the cause that they're working. I mean, Diane is really bringing reality from the streets to the stage. And if you just think about the towel itself, someone else's baby, if you just think about it for a minute, you almost know there's something really, really excellent about this because we always think of it being somebody else's baby when it could actually be our baby. And it's to bring awareness uh, to the people. Yeah, that, that, that is a, it, it's just an awesome message because, it's, especially with the spontaneity of the violence, it's just so random. I mean, it's so. Yes, it is. It's just like a yes, anarchy. It it's almost like I never thought I'd see the day when it's almost like, man, whatever what happened to the gang leaders? You know, I missed the gang leaders. Yes. They think they had some kind of order. We didn't like it, but they had some kind of element of order about what's happening in the streets. Now these kids have yes. nothing. Everybody's on their own. They've been totally desensitized. Yes. And the, the role I play is a church mother, and I'm a very active church member in my church, and I play the role of a kind of, um, you know, when that you go to church and you got this one church mother that might get up and everybody kind of drop their head and say, oh, Lord, I'm that church mother. Uh, uh, that's you. Uh, okay. Well, I'm, I'm not sure if I can ask you, uh, if you how much you felt that part. You know, maybe that's just <laughs> But it's a great role. It's a great role, and I fit right in. I fit right into that part. Believe me, I fit right in. The play as a whole, just just being, just just knowing that you're about to, uh, you're about to bring this story to life. I mean, what 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 does that mean to you? How how do you feel about the idea of look, we're going to take this script and we're about to put this in front of the people? Well. I, I think it's one of the greatest things ever. Uh, myself, I was a civil rights activist back in the 60s. And to me, this is just, just a continuation 
of being an activist because you want to bring awareness to the people of what's happening out here. I, I think of um, uh, Trayvon Martin's mother because uh, I read somewhere that she said she was never an activist. She never marched or done any of those things until it became her baby. Her baby. It was always yeah. somebody else's baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And that's what... You know, it really got me when I read the script. I had no idea what was going, the script was going to be like, but when I started to read the script, powerful, very powerful. Now, now when, very I book, when I read the book, it got to a point to where somebody else's baby, when, when it came to that point where the father made that statement, that that's somebody else's, that, that was like, I was really in the book. But I was already in the book. But then mm-hmm. said, wow, the, it was, the timing was just perfect, and the conversation was just right for that statement to be made. Right. Well, you know, when you read Diane's books, when you read her books, they put you right there in the midst. Any of her books, they put you right there. You're right there in the mix of whatever's going on. And that's how her, her books read. That's exactly and what And I have to admit that that is, that is actually the smallest book that I've written. It wasn't, um, it, it's not like any of my other books. So it wasn't, it doesn't have the same um, element. Um, this one here was was very close to my heart because, you know, I am about um, trying to save the lives of our people and, and trying to make our communities better for our children. And so when I wrote it, I didn't even promote that book. I didn't, I just wrote it and it just sat somewhere. Until someone came to me and they said, Diane, you know, we want you to produce a play. We want you to, you know, convert your books into a screenplay. And I just decided to do that one. And, you know, like I said, it's, it's, it's turning into something. It has its own legs and arms now. It's, it's, it's taking off. I'm, I'm trying to catch it. It's, it's gone now. <laughs> it's taking a life of its own. I'm just running behind it right now. All right, hey, hey, it's it's, and it's about to actually be taking the life of its own right on right on stage mm-hmm. on July 26th at Thornton Fractional South. We're gonna get that out there before the show is over, big time. Yeah, Ms. Johnson, thank, thank you. you so much for calling in and being part of this uh, show. That's uh, by far exceeded my expectations. And as a matter of fact, uh, anybody who missed the show, uh, they didn't have to know how to miss the show. They can always go back into uh, um, Blog Talk Radio and uh, pick up the link from Diane and myself on our timelines and. You can pick up that show or any other show I've done. But this show is eternal. You can go back and listen to it over again. If they missed it, they can always go and check it out. Just want to put that out and there. And thank you for having me. Thank you for thank being you on. Thank you so much. Take care. And I look forward to seeing your act. <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> okay, take care now. All okay, right. We have four more, we have four more callers uh, on hold. We're going to get right to you right now. We're gonna, the, the, the longest wait time here has been... Uh, uh, 5955 um, well, um, I'm born and raised from Indiana. I um, am a recent graduate uh, as an interior, as, for the interior design program at the Illinois Institute of Art. 
acting is always something that I wanted to do, uh, and I finally, after upon graduation, got a chance to pursue um, something I've always been dreaming about. And I got my opportunity um, being notified from a fellow castmate. Um, I met with Miss Diane Martin, had a conversation with her, and upon meeting her, uh, just speaking and being around her, great energy. That's one thing I can say about that. Diana has, Diane has great energy, and I knew Thank that you. once I started seeing and read the script, I was like, this is a, a great play and an excellent platform that I wanted to be a part of to help vocalize everything that's going on in our communities. You're welcome, Diane. Everything that's Thank going you. on in our community <laughs> that is becoming so dangerous, and nowadays it's becoming like a new norm, and it's desensitizing us from what's going on in the in the in the in the public because it's happening so often. Yeah. And my and my character in the play is First Lady. Um, she's very flashy and materialistic. She's waiting for an opportunity to have a small bit of sunshine on her. <laughs> so, so now, now, did, did you did you have did you were you able to uh, relate and connect with this world at all in any way? Or? Uh, well, the role of well, I personally didn't connect with it, but what I say, what I can say is from the role is that there are so many that are just like it. Um, that, you know, we always wanted to be, you know, in the spotlight. And just having just, I mean, who don't? Everyone wants to feel special, you know. Everyone wants to have their moment, and they should. So uh, just from this this role, I thought, you know, it was it was a great opportunity that Miss Diane has allowed me to be a part of. Thank Anyone you. Want to make any uh, comment, Diane? Um, actually, you know, and it goes back to to what I was saying. You know, Miss Gaston has just joined us. Um, um, just like a week or two ago, and um, it was funny because she actually is she she's being modest. She's actually going to be assistant in set design. She's going to also be working on the set as well. She's going to be the the vision that's going to help put our set together. She's not, you know, she was thrown into the acting role as it was like, okay, uh, do you act a little bit? All right, I got something for you to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's kind of how she became first lady, but she has a really incredible role as it pertains to this play. And so, um, again, it goes back to, you know, goes back to what I was saying, you know, we're all, you know, uh, we're, we're all a family. There's no, there's no big ass, there's no little use. You know, we all you know, have our contribution to make this what it is. And, you know, it's it's just so wonderful, like I said, to see all of them in their elements, you know. And even though she's saying that she can't connect, she does it really well. So that's, <laughs> so that's that what is some type of connection. Yeah, it is some type of connection. Even if it's not within her, she's seen it before, and that's what makes it authentic. Jasmine, thank you so much for being patient and hold on. Thank you for calling in. And uh, as with every single cast member, I, I, I look forward to uh, seeing the play. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Take care now. We're going to bring on, we have three more callers. We're going to go to the next longest hold time here. We have, uh, we're going to 8505. 8505, are you there? Yes, I am. 
and I didn't get a chance to get who 8505 is. Who do we have on the line with us? Oh, my name is Michelle's band. Michelle! Hey, y'all. Hey. <laughs> I'm sorry, what's the last name again? Van, like minivan, van. Okay. <laughs> oh, uh, my, my singer? <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. Marcina Van Allen, is that, that, is that correct? No, 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 not Marcina. Michelise. Okay. You know, like Michelle and the Louis. Oh, I got you. I on got your car. I got you, yeah, Michelle. 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 I got you. Okay. I got you right here. I see uh, you. Okay. Sorry, sorry about that. I just want to get it right. Oh, that's okay. I'm used to that. Okay. Well, I, I appreciate you uh, being patient and holding on. And uh, maybe we got you here now. You can tell us a little bit about Michelise and uh, uh, what role that you have uh, on this play. Uh, well, um, First of all, my name is Michelise, as you know. I'm used to people calling me all types of things like uh, Michigan, Michigan City, Michelin Man, Michael Lise, you know. So I, I'm completely fine that you actually gave me a real name this time and not like the name of like a city. Uh, I appreciate that. But I ended up getting put on to Miss uh, Martin through one of our castmates uh, who's playing Brenda. Her name is Wanda. And um, she told me about a production that, Miss Martin had planned on doing, and I was actually in the middle of another production, and I was like, well, you know, we're ending one production, we're about to start another. I don't know if I really want to commit to another one because I want to make sure I give my all to everything that I'm doing, so I don't want to spread myself too thin. But, uh, you know, Miss Vasquez was very persistent, like, well, you sure you don't want to come? I'm like, okay, I'm going to go. And so when I got there and I read through the script and I just saw all the <coughs> talent that was there, I was I was sold. I was like, okay. Obviously, I was supposed to be here. Um, even if I have to do crew, I got a sweet floors. Just being around those people, it really um, is really beneficial to me. I'm learning so much from all of them, and it's a really enriching ex- experience that I've been a part of. Beautiful, beautiful. And 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 what? Uh, I, you which character again? I'm actually playing four roles. <laughs> um, playing four roles, and none of my Yes, and none of my roles really have names, (laughs) but uh, I'm playing a pimp, a Jehovah's Witness, a church congregation member, and one of Nisi's friends. So I'm playing all ends of the Yeah, she's all over the place. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yes. Wow, that's that's. You said you, you, what what, what relationship did you say you were to Nisi? One of her friends. Oh, and, you know, she a hot okay. mess. So I'm yeah, equally she's the, okay. as she's hot of a mess. friend in the cafeteria, Keith. Okay. Okay, I got you. You remember the you. friends in the cafeteria? Uh, Yes, I remember I remember the cafeteria. Yeah, she's one of them. Okay, okay, <laughs> absolutely. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. Mr. Bishop, what, what did you, uh, were you able to connect anywhere with these characters, just what you do and you do it well? Uh, what, what did you feel from the, the, the play as a whole? I definitely was able to connect to really all the characters. Um, I've experienced a couple deaths that were close to me. Um, my cousin got gunned down about two years ago in Inglewood. He left behind wow. uh, two children and an unborn. He wasn't even able to see his last son be born. Um, I wow. lost, like, two classmates from grade school within a month of each other a couple years ago. I've, I've experienced a lot uh, pertaining to this, this ridiculous and senseless uh, violence that's going on in the city. Um, so I do definitely connect to several of the roles 
to Mama Owens having to be, you know, the one to really encourage someone who's down, who's just at the point that they've been through so much, they just don't even know if God is real anymore. I've been through uh, trying to be a TKO in my own life, just being a leader, trying to do the right thing, trying to stand up for my family, trying to stand on the forefront. I I, I definitely connect to more than one of those roles. And oh, Ms. Wow. Martin, like everyone's been saying, I, is definitely a godsend. She's so down Thank to earth, you. but she is really a godsend, and she's a blessing, and I'm so glad that I really took up Miss Vasquez on her offer to come and read because this has just been a blessing. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I'm so grateful. They just don't know how much I love them. They better stop before I hug them. <laughs> okay, you can hug us. I'm going to hug you. Mitchell <laughs> Lee, thank, thank you so much for calling in. I, I appreciate it. And, and you, you guys, for every call, just raises the bar higher and higher. And, uh, thank you. No problem at all. Take care. And, I, and I, I, look, I look forward to seeing everyone and yourself in the play. And uh, you take care. Thank you. You too. You are welcome. And we will bring on, uh, let's see, 4935 is our next longest hold time. 4935, are you still with us? Uh, hello. Come here. Hey. Four nine. Hi. Hi. Who do we have? Who do we have on the line? Tell me your name. Cameron. Hi, Cameron. <laughs> oh, Cameron. How Cameron Vasquez. Cameron yes. Vasquez. Yes, sir. Cameron, how are you doing, sir? Fine. You're fine. So how 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 how, how do you like acting? Is this the first time you've had a chance to act? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, you, 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 you're, pretty, you're pretty excited about it, aren't you? Are you excited? Yes or no? No. No. What? You supposed to say yes? <laughs> <laughs> he's the, he's playing the, the role of the little brother, um, Angel's little brother in that prologue. Okay. Okay. So, so, uh, Cameron, I tell you, 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 uh, you, young man, you're starting off at a time where. Uh, Absolutely, for everybody, the sky's the limit. But you're right there, man. You can, uh, who knows, uh, from from this role, what what that can lead to, uh, as far as building self confidence. Uh, how do you feel about acting in front of a lot of people? Does it make you nervous? You feel you feel he's only, okay he's with only, that? Yeah, he's okay only six. That? He's a little bitty person. I have to say yes. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, well I tell you this 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 is gonna be interesting. Uh I, I take it that Cameron's been hold, holding his own just like everybody else amongst this whole uh, production, huh? Yes, he's the youngest of our cast members. He does play Angel's brother and so he is the youngest. We have them from, you know, little tiny people to our um very um wise and mature, you know, that the age range is from it's 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 so broad and, and when I tell you, you know, um culturally diverse and, you know, we're just really blessed and really lucky. This this is phenomenal. Wow. Cameron, you still with me? Yeah. Okay, I just I just wanted I just I I, I, I just I just I just wanted to say I I just I just wanted to say you thank Thank you so much for calling. Uh, I can't wait to see the play. I look forward to seeing you in it, and I, I know you're going to be great. Thank, thank you so much for calling. 
What do you say? Thank you. You're welcome, my man. Take care now. Okay, we okay. have uh, a couple more. Yes. Yeah. Couple more callers to go. Uh, we have extension six 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 six. Are you with us? Hello. Hey. Hello. Absolutely, loud and clear. Loud and clear. Oh, um, Who do we have on the line? I, my name is Whitney Pipes. I'm sorry, one, one, more, one more time. Whitney Pipes. Whitney Pipes. Whitney yeah. Pipes, how are you today, Whitney? Thank you for being patient and hanging in there with us. Glad to have you on. Uh, no problem. Um, again, my name is Whitney, and I'm an actress, and I play the role of police slash detective. Um, I recently graduated from Western Illinois University with a degree in broadcasting and theater, and now I'm auditioning and doing films, and I auditioned for Diane, and I got a part in her play, so I was very excited about that. Um, detective, I believe this detective is um, very, very, uh, very forceful, very uh, independent, and very. He wants. She wants to get the information. She. She's a police in the community, and she just wants to help out, and she just wants to be a part of that community to make it better. And that's my character. Oh, is, is there any, any any connection with you? Did you do you do you get a feeling? Do you sense the power of this play as a whole? Do you, do you feel the importance of, of of this play as you are performing your part? Uh, uh, the one thing I love about this play is it um it definitely it talks about community. It has million different characters, and that's what that's what represents a black community. It has its police, it has its church, it has its students, it has crime. It just represents a community that represents the good and the bad. Oh, it tells a story about a kid that's just trying to do good and. Something happens and his whole world crashes, and the character I play is trying to help in any way possible. So I think the message is solid. It's all about community and making it better for the better. That's beautiful. Diane, you want to chime in? Oh no! I mean, they're all doing great on their own. No, I'm okay, not. Okay. I'm just listening. I want to make sure that you're not back there and having something to say. I'm just leaving you out. Don't want to do that. Uh, he's not with us on the line. 
as you know, Brenda turned pimp, and that side of it is really challenging for me because I didn't even know that that type of thing existed, but apparently it does, and it's a lot that we don't know exists, and we need to bring it out. And I like the way that Diane is bringing a lot out in this play, and she's bringing a lot of things out that some people may not even be aware of. And, you know, she's not just – she didn't just write a book, write a play. She has a purpose, and she has a message. And that's why it's a a good thing, and it's really going to reach out and touch people and it's going to make people think. It's going to reach out to young people. And I believe that people are really, really going to benefit from coming to see this play. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about working with the cast, the crew, everybody, like Diane said. Everybody is so wonderful. We all just connected. And, yeah. you know, we all just, rehearsal is just so emotional. You know, we're just, yeah. everything is just, you know, you could just see God's hand in everything. It's just everything is just falling into place. And I just I, I, you, I just love this role. <laughs> I can imagine. I, 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 and don't uh, let her fool I'm... you, Keith, because she's good playing a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> great, great, don't great let her fool you. She, yeah, she got some. She got some pimp in her. Don't let her fool you. <laughs> 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 don't let her fool you. She ain't reaching when she try to do that role. She is not reaching. <laughs> so, one, 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 just one, when you when you when you first read the script, when you, when you was there any doubt about you wanting to play this character? Did it just grab you and just say, and you just say, this is it? How, how, how did you feel reading the script, uh, uh, knowing that you may be playing this particular part? Well, the prostitute side, I felt like, yeah, I can do this. I don't know why I felt like that, but I felt like, yeah, I can do this. But the pimp side, yeah, it was kind of like, I hope I can do this. <laughs> but once I, you know, once I dove into it, it's not, it's, I, I, I really love the role. Like I said, I, I really love playing the part that I'm playing. And um, it puts me in that mode. And I did my research, but I'm also trying to give it my own flavor, too. So it's not really, you know, it's not really that challenging. At first it was challenging, but, you know, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I'm, I'm really feeling this role. I'm really liking this role. And um, it's just kind of sad. Like when I when I rehearse as the prostitute, it's sad for some reason. I, I, some, I just feel kind of sad that it's actually people out there that, that – are doing that and have to go through that and have to feel that. I'm just acting. So, I mean, I can imagine how people that are actually living this life are feeling. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. You you got the mic. You go right ahead. Well, you know, the one thing, and again, you know, the um, because we have been um, doing a lot of rehearsing and many of them did not have um, exposure to the book because I didn't, really released the book into the exact same time. I mean, I, I released it last year, but I didn't really promote it. So a lot of people didn't know anything about it. And it wasn't until I, I converted it into a screenplay, uh, screenplay that there was a demand for it. You know, people wanted to read it. People wanted to know, you know, because I didn't promote it. And, and so many people have read my other books, which is like, okay, we got we to gotta get it. You know, we got to read it. And so it was re-released at the exact same time that they were getting the script. So they actually have not had access to the book. And so 
it is available. But here's the thing that and I try to instill in many of the characters. Now, many of the characters, um, the only one who's truly at a disadvantage in the play is Brenda because in the book, Brenda, uh, she, her, her role in TKO's life is, uh, is big. You know, because, you know, when he's faced, when he's at his lowest moment, you know, when right, he's in right. that dark alley, when he's in those situations, you know, he reaches out to her, you know, when she's in prison. And so, you know, again, you know, there's a lot of things, and, and, and I did that on purpose. There's a lot of things that you're going to see in a play that you won't see in a book, and there's a lot of things in a book that you won't see in a play. So when people um, read the book, they won't find themselves it, it won't be repetitious. It's, it's a whole new flavor. So they're going to have the opportunity to be surprised all over again. And so with, with Wanda, you know, um, playing the role of Brenda, she doesn't really understand that even even as a prostitute and even as, as a pimp, you know, um, you know, even though you can't feel sorry for her character, um, oftentimes, especially women who are thrown into those roles, Brenda is a woman. Brenda is a mother. Brenda is strong. Brenda is, you know, she she is not a victim of her circumstance. You know, she she's in this because she has to take care of her daughter. You know, she she lives that life, but she's not of that life. You know, you know what I'm saying. And so she I'm has a just... really. St- I'm sorry. No, no, I said I'm Hello? with you. I'm with you definitely. Oh yes, yes, and so Wanda, so Wanda doesn't know that Brenda. You know, um, TKO reaches out to her, you know, when he's at his darkest moment. You know, when he goes, because he gets, he gets what he needs. He gets that spiritual feeding from his mother and his father. But when, it, when the streets overtake him and he needs wisdom from the streets, he reaches out to Brenda because Brenda is up those streets and she understands those streets. And so yeah. she, you know, she sends him a letter and she tells him, you, you know, <laughs> You know, this is I'm not gonna give I'm not gonna give it away. I'm not gonna give it away because we won't post about a book. But I, you know, and I try to explain to to Wanda all the time is that many people who are going to be attending that play have had access to the book at this point. But when they see her on the stage, just like when you say when she said who she was playing, you're coming from the perspective of the book. So it's just like ah, Brenda, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so she doesn't understand. That role is major. It is major. And people who read the book, when they see her on the stage, when they see Mrs. Owen, when they see um, the First Lady, when they see Tony and, and Nisi and they see, uh, you know, the prostitute, when they see these roles, they're coming in. They, I mean, they're looking, you know, the cast is only looking at 50 pages of a script where there's like 300 pages in that book. You know what I'm saying? There's so many right, elements right. that they they don't have access to, but when they when they are on that stage, they have no idea that people have already made a connection with them. You know, they yes, already absolutely. are in love with Brenda. They're in love with Tony. They're in love with Mrs. Owens. They're in love with the prostitute. They're love. They're in love with TKO. They're in love with you know Mrs. They are in love absolutely. with the detective. They are absolutely. in love with you guys, based on this book. We have a yeah, they've already made a connection. They've already made a connection. So people, when they're reaching out to me about the book, I'm like, I, you got to see the play. you got to see the play. It's so much that's not on in the book 
that's going to be on that stage. And it's like, oh, who's playing Mrs. Owens? And who's playing Brenda? And I'm like, I'm not telling you. you got to see the play. <laughs> Wanda, thank you so much for being patient and hanging on, and thank you for calling in and sharing your story. And uh, oh, No problem. Thank you for having the me. The bar continue to raise. Is, uh, is there any closing statement you'd like to make before you go? Are you talking Wanda? to me or Diane? Yes, Wanda, you? No, I'm talking to, talking to Wanda since she's been waiting so long. I'm going to give her a closing <laughs> statement. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, closing statement is I want all those seats to fill up, and I want everybody to demand an encore, <laughs> and <laughs> I I just want Diane to just do, you know, just fulfill her dreams in this and, and turn all of her books into place. Thank you. I want everybody to come out because everybody, when you come out, you are not going to be dissatisfied. This is just going to be a phenomenal show, and you just have to come out and see it. And it is, like I said, there is a message, and it's, I mean, it's it's something that's going on right now, and we need to do something about it and get that message out there, and we need to all come together. Thank you so much, Wanda. You take care. I look forward to seeing you July 26th at Thornton Fractional South and somebody else's baby. Okay. Thank you. Take care now. We're Bye-bye. going to go now to uh, our number 39363. 9363. Are you still with us? Yes. 9363. Hello? Hey, how are you? Hello. Who are we have on the line? This is Arlisha. Can you Katie. hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, absolutely. Loud and clear. Who do we have? Yeah, this is Arlisha. Arlisha. Yes, this is Arlisha. Yes, I'd like to um, ask a question to um, Wanda. Sure, Wanda, are you still with us? Uh, yes. Wanda, Hi, uh, Wanda. Yes, this is Arlisha. Hello, yes. Hello, hello, Wanda. Yes. Yes, I was wondering, um, for all the youngsters that's out there, um, do you recommend that children like ages 15 or 16 can um, get something from this play, or you think it would be too drastic for them? Uh, Well, I can answer that question, and Diane can answer that question. But the answer would definitely be yes, because this Diane's organization is all about youth. And okay. so that's why we're reaching out. We're reaching out to the kids. Um, so I'll say yes, and then I'll let Diane answer the other part of that question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, yes, you know what? We have actors in our play, you know, from ages five, you know, and again, you know, all the way up. And the reason why we're actually, even though it is um, it is a dramatic piece, um that really our target audience is for those who are primarily affected by it every day. And we're looking at, you know, the mother of children and and the young people who are faced with this every day. You know, they they all will make some type of connection with uh, what is going on with the play. So, I mean, we have a 10-year-old in the first scene. When I tell you that little girl, oh, my gosh, that little girl ain't no joke, you know. <laughs> you know, it's, uh-huh. it's it's for everybody. So yes, no, it's it's it, yes, 
15, 16, whatever age, everyone will be able to make a connection to this play. Okay, because I saw the young lady, Wanda, playing in another play at Carver High School. She was an old lady, and oh, my goodness, she was phenomenal. And I can't (laughs) wait to see this play. I can't (laughs) wait. I cannot wait to see this play because if you saw her just actually walking, you would be like, is that that young lady? You would think that was – I just can't wait to see this play. And I was asking because I was going to try to get my daughter – which is 16, and have her to maybe bring a few of her friends. That's why I was asking Fantastic. that question. Fantastic. Yes, yes. Everyone's welcome. All right. Alicia, thank, okay, you so thank, much you. For, thank you so much for calling and your contribution and your question. Yes, okay, thank, thank you. you so very much, and I can't wait. You too. Oh, Appreciate we, we All can't right, wait to see you. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 Okay, bye. Okay, we're going to go now to, are we winding it down? We have extension, uh, do I have this view? Nope, 8452. 8452, are you still with us? Somebody's there. 8452, last four digits, are you with us? 8452, is that you? Yeah. Eight four eight four eight four eight four five two. What well, should I come back to? Oh, hello. Hello, how hello? are you? Hi. Hey, how you doing? I all right, got you. We got you loud and clear. Who do we have with oh, Okay, my, uh, my name is Sharonda. Sharonda. Yes. Sharonda. Yes. Okay, Sharonda, thank you for calling in. Uh, you can. I, well, I, are you? Are you, can't, are, are you in the play? No, no, I'm not in the play. I was just listening okay. in because I was interested okay. in the play. No, okay. I'm not in the play. <laughs> okay, no problem. I just, I just want to make sure that what I wanted to ask you. Uh, if if if, if you just if you're just listening in and checking it out, that's beautiful. Uh, just as good oh yeah, me. I was listening. Uh, and I was just wanting to tell the entire cast. Um, that I'm excited to to see the play. I think it's a great production. I think it's good, you know, for people in the city of Chicago to see something like this. And I just hope that they're able to sell out and a lot of it reaches the masses. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Thank you. We appreciate that. Thank you. No hey, Rhonda, problem. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much for calling. Thank We're going to get one more in. And, uh, All right. Bye-bye. We... All right. Take care. We're going to get one more. I think we've, uh, let me just make sure. We have a 66666. Did we already talk or were you, uh, are you still there with us? This is Whitney. Whitney, okay. Okay, okay, go ahead. Uh, You can, you haven't make another comment, you feel free to do so. Um, um, I'm I'm actually speechless. This is just, I'm, I'm, I was listening to the whole thing and, it's just amazing just to be a part of a, a good story, you know. Um, I think there's, there's a lot going on in the black community, especially in Chicago. And just to go to a play and just see funny drama and just listen to a message that can affect anybody, I think it's just really important. So 
as an actor, I love to be a part of something that's just brilliant and phenomenal, and I'm just, I'm just excited. And I'm just, yeah, I'm excited, and we're going to do our thing, and we're going we gonna to tell a story. So I'm just ready. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I, so, yeah. I appreciate you. You're going to tell the story, I'm going to be right there looking at it and enjoying every minute okay. of it. <laughs> no doubt about right. it. I'm going to do all I can. I'm going to promote it to death. And, uh, Thank you. And yes. we, 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 yes. I'm glad this is going to happen. I'm looking forward to it. This is needed. Yes. Thank community. you. Perfect. Yes. Take care, Whitney. Thank you. <laughs> okay, we have we have we have we have all the callers uh, that called in and so far. I know we still have some of the cash that's still hanging on the listen. Uh, I do. I tell you one thing. You, I think we broke the record for my, the longest show. I have two hours, which means I have about thirty-two more minutes to go, and I do want to make sure that I get a last uh, few minutes with Diane exclusively, so we can just make sure we cover all the bases and so forth. Is there is there anybody? Uh, of the cast who wants to just, just make a quick closing statement. So I'll maybe give about uh, 10 minutes more of the time for closing statements. If anybody wants to, hop in. If you clash, we'll break it up, and then somebody can go ahead, and that next person will follow. Well, this is Bridget, and I'm still hanging on. I just wanted to be in support of everyone and to say again thank you, um, Mr. Blesso, right, um, for yeah. allowing us to be here, and thank you, Diane, again, for um, inviting us to the conference call. Um, and you guys are in for a great week. You are in for a great show. So don't forget, come out July 26th. Uh, we'll be ready to uh, give our all in all, and you won't regret the performance. And you will um, definitely, the one thing I love about it is that every, you will find everyone in our character in the audience. So we're definitely making a great connection with the audience. So um, I'm excited about it. And again, thank you so much for having us. Thank you for thank, thank you, you so much, Bridget. Anybody else want to make a closing, quick closing statement? Yeah, um, this is Jeanette. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, this is Emma Johnson. I would just like to piggyback off what uh, Bridget said. Um, invite all your family, and friends, your enemies. Everyone in Chicago, everywhere you go, <laughs> talk about this play. Give them information. Don't don't give it all. Just give them enough a teaser to get them there. So everybody will be happy. But invite all your family and friends that you know everywhere, and even your enemies. Get them to this play. They will enjoy this. And I just want to say again that we have the most wonderful cast of people. They are so supportive of each other, and I want them to know I love each of them, and Diane, I don't have to say it to you, or you already know it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I do. <laughs> Thank um, you. I want to also piggyback off of what Jeanette, everybody else Jeanette, said. Jeanette go, right, Jeanette, go right ahead. I want to piggyback off of what everybody else said, and I just want to say Thank you so much to Diane for allowing me to be a part of her whole movement, be a part of her whatever it is that she's doing. I'm truly blessed. Everybody go out and get your tickets. Get your tickets, get your tickets, get your tickets, because this is going to be an awesome, 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 awesome show. And um, I love my cast family. I love Miss Diane and her husband. Everything is just going to be off the chain, everything is going to be yeah. off the chain. So, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, thanks a lot. I appreciate that. You see what they're doing to me, Key? You see what they're doing That's to okay. me? Now, now, now they got me scared, right? You know they got me scared. <laughs> just, 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 have, just, have Tito, just have Tito pass you some tissue. That's all. Uh, Tito pass you some tissue. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> okay, anybody, anybody else make a closing statement? We have about another uh, maybe five, ten minutes to get some closing statements in. Um, I'm still on. This is Wanda Vesquez. Wanda, if you uh, if this you, is you Wanda Vesquez. Wanda, if you'd like to make another last comment quickly, uh, go. You got, you uh, well, I just wanted right to here. say thank you for having us on the show, and I would like to thank everybody who has supported us and who will be supporting us. Just want to give thanks to everyone. Thank you so much, Wanda. Take care now. Wait a minute, wait a minute before she goes, Keith. Could you give her a second? Because I want her to promote her um, organization. She belongs to an organization that is too fighting and trying to prevent the crime that's affecting our communities. And if Wanda can can take a second and and tell us about it, I would truly appreciate that. Absolutely. If that is the case, Wanda, uh, we need to talk because if that is the case, I'd like to do a show with you. Uh okay that that would be fine. <laughs> but anyway go anyway go right ahead and uh, tell us about your organization. Uh the name of the organization is PAC P A C and it stands for Prisoners Against Crime and you can like us on Facebook. We are a fair, fairly new organization. Um our goal is to uh reach out to children and keep them from following a life of crime. And it is actually um, an organization where prisoners reach out from behind bars. And it's, it's mostly made up of prisoners that have life in prison or have extended uh, time in prison. And I'm the co-founder, and James Fields is the founder. And uh, what they do is they send... Uh, testimonials of how they ended up in prison, and they try to tell you all about the gang life and how they ended up in the gang life, what it's really like in the gang life, and how it is after you go to prison and how the gang treats you once you go to prison. And they just tell you the whole truth behind what it's like to be in a gang, and it's not all that it's cracked out to be. You know, these that kids think awesome. that it's glamorous, and it's not, and it's short-lived. And so that they just awesome. reach out, and they try to try to talk to the kids, and they they try to just give them give them the raw truth about the whole you know the whole street life, and it's not really it's not really what they think it is, and they just basically try to keep kids from following that that way of life and we're trying to uh go out into the schools and try to talk to the kids early um through this organization. Of course the only way that the guys behind the bars can do it is by correspondence and we will go into the schools and read to the kids what they write to I us. Got you. But um they are concerned about this situation that's going on in Chicago and um Keep in mind, we have a lot of uh, guys behind those bars that are wrongfully convicted. Um, Back in the 80s, there were a lot of guys that were put away um, under Burge. Burge, uh, the guy, I forgot what area. 
Yeah, he was torturing the guys into giving false. I know about false, him. Absolutely. Right, and so a lot of those guys are getting out. You read in the paper every day. Uh, somebody is getting out and uh, suing the city for false arrest, wrongful conviction. Ten thousand people are wrongfully convict, convicted per year, and that's that's a lot of people. That's a large number. And uh, another another statistic I wanted to put out there real quick, we have um we have 59 gangs in Chicago. We have 10,000 no 100,000 gang members mm-hmm. and we have 4,000 police officers in Chicago. That's a definitely an imbalance. This is definitely That's interesting and awesome. We need to we we need to uh I have to get together with you uh the show is over one one day, and we, we need to get, do a show on this, if you don't mind. I really appreciate it if you can do that. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you to. get her information. Okay, I'll get I'll get information from Diane, and we can, we, 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 then we can talk about it. Thanks thanks so much, Wanda, for sharing that information with us. We need to get that out there. Oh, you're welcome. No problem. Thanks for having we have, us we have, on the show. <laughs> we, we have one more caller. I'm going to get one more caller in, then, I got it, then I'm going to have to kind of go to Diane to make sure we get this information out to the people. Uh, we got a caller coming in at the seven two one seven. Whoops, seven two one seven. Caller, are you there? Hi. Yes, I'm here. Are you able to hear me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Loud right. and clear. How are you? I'm Good fine. I'm fine. My name is Felton Armand, and I play the role. Oh, of finally! Captain. Oh, I thought that was Felton. <laughs> yes, hey, yes, Felton. Yes. Well, I was late for the time to call in, and so I decided just to listen. And then as the conversation continued, I just couldn't, I just couldn't keep myself from calling in. <laughs> and and this is, I'm sorry, what, what, what's your name again? My name is Felton Armand. Felton, okay. Okay, thanks for calling in. Are you a part of the cast? I'm a part of the cast, and I'd like to thank okay. you once again for giving us the opportunity. And Absolutely, I just man. would like to say, I have to echo what everyone else has said. It's been great working with Diane and, and her husband. And what I can say, what drew me to the play was Diane's passion about mm-hmm. the subject matter. Because I, I, had, I had no idea about the book. I didn't know what the play was about. I called in because I saw a casting call. And during the course of the conversation, I could just pick up how passionate she was about helping our community and making social change. And those topics resonate with me because I'm a product of the Chicago, uh, Chicago public school system. I'm a product of foster care. I've known, I've lived with foster brothers who killed each other over a pair of gym shoes. I've seen gang violence. I've seen it virtually, I've seen virtually all of it. And this is just a powerful play with just a powerful message for the community. And, I'm just really honored to, to be a part of it. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you calling, my brother, and sharing that information with us. I mean, I I, I can just sense the, the pride in, the, uh, in Diane right now. I, I, this is this awesome. I am. And, I and am this, very this proud of everyone. I'm looking Thank forward you. to it, brother, and, I, and, and we will you take care. I'm glad you called in. I'm glad we were able to get you through. Thanks for calling. Take care. Now, Felton plays the pastor in the play. Ah, oh, Pastor, uh, who is that? I forget the yeah, name. He yeah, he plays the pastor in the play. Okay. Yeah, I remember the, I remember yeah. the pastor. Yeah, remember he the pastor. plays the pastor. I remember the pastor's <laughs> wife, too. 
Yes, yes. We give them both both a little bit more voice. Okay. <laughs> okay, Diane, let's uh let's let's we want to close this out with, with with yourself. We want to make sure we get in how how can people get tickets for the play? Well, they can always either, you know, many of them can contact their cast members. You know, many of us are Facebook friends with people. Um, They are available on Eventbrite. Um, When you go to Eventbrite, you just type in somebody else's baby and the event will come up. They can purchase tickets there. They can also purchase tickets from the Azizi Azizi Books, and that's at 258 Naked Mall Drive in Madison, Illinois. And if they're not available to go to the store to purchase the tickets, they can actually purchase the tickets over the phone, and then the store will ship them out just like they would ship books out. Um, It's a very um, incredible store. It's it's actually one of the one remaining African-American bookstores in the city of Chicago. And so, you know, people need to know where they are. And, again, that is Azizi Books, 258 Lincoln Mall Drive in Madison, Illinois. And they can also get them from my website, at www.somebodyelsesbaby.wibbly, that's W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. So that's www.somebodyelsesbaby.wibbly, W-E-E-B-L-Y dot com. Or they can give us a call at 708-560-3816. And again, that number is seven zero eight five six zero three eight one six. Beautiful, beautiful. I I, I suggest Wonderful. everybody, if beforehand anybody wants to purchase the book, of course you can go to Amazon.com and uh, pick it up there. Uh, I would suggest yeah. check out that book, man. I'm telling you, I'm so check it out. That's <laughs> all I want to say. Before I get too far into talking too much about the book, we want to get uh, Diane. Go ahead and. Uh, make yourself a nice closing statement for all of us. Well, I just want to say, you know, again, you know, I'm I'm truly grateful for, um, you know, the cast, and I'm truly grateful for everyone, even yourself, um, Keith. I'm I'm just so grateful for everyone who's, you know, supporting us. Um, You know, I'm humbled. You know, you can't help but be humbled in in this moment. It's like, you know, I was talking with my cast about purpose and legacy a couple weeks ago and how we've all been given a purpose. You know, we we live in our purpose every day. We get up, you know, we eat, we we take care of our families, we take care of our children, we pay our bills, we go to work. Um, You know, that is our purpose on this planet. You know, everything else beyond that, you know, we should be striving to be creating legacies. And the legacy is something, you know, it's those footprints in the sand, you know, those those things that we leave behind, just like um, our esteemed Maya Angelou who just passed away. Even though she has passed on, you know, she will continue in effigy. You know, her life will continue on, you know, through her words and then things that she's done, you know, um, everything in our lives, we should post to be striving for that. And so my goal and the goal of this and the cast, you know, we're all, you know, our, you know, we're beyond our purpose right now, and right now we're working toward creating legacies for the generations to come. We want to stop the violence, not only today, but, you know, in the future, we want people to understand that all life is precious. All life is precious. 
And we have to stop this, this again, you know, going back to what Mama Johnson said, before somebody else's baby become our baby. Absolutely. Beautiful. Thank you. And Thank you. I want to say you think you're humble. I am humbled. Uh, I, I knew this would be a great show, but uh, when I come up with the word to really get with this just-do description, I will let you know. But I have to go with great for right now. I have to just kind of go with great. And I want to thank yourself. Thank you. I want to thank each and every cast member who called in. Uh, excellent stories, excellent passion. I can feel it. And I, I tell you. you, I'm looking forward to July 26th at Thornton Fractional South. People, get your tickets, check it out, and I will definitely be in town to see it. On that note, Wonderful. as I always close, I'll just say, and respect to everybody that in the name of whomever or yeah. whatever, your yeah. spiritual power, peace. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Gonna feel real good Gonna make a difference Gonna make it right And I turned up the collar on My favorite winter coat This wind is blowing my mind I see the kids in the street There's not enough to eat Who am I to be blind Pretending not to see them Yeah.